0: Spotlight with Sarah Hendy. Brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. Faster Mai, and welcome to half an hour of creative news from around the island. Tonight we've got music from Voodoo Bandits. They've got a free gig coming up this Friday, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. In the studio we have musical director of Manx Concert Brass, who's going to tell us what we can look forward to at the Manx Last Night of the Proms this weekend. And I take a visit to Peel to see artist Laura Espinosa-Moon's new studio by the seaside. Right now we're joined by musical director of Manx Concert Brass, Ian Clegg. He's here to tell us what we can look forward to at this year's Manx Last Night of the Proms. Ian, I have to ask you, what did you think of the British Last Night of the Proms?
1: I found it um, strange, um, um, I, could see, I could see why the BBC had to do certain things that they did, um, but uh, it's not the same as being together, all together in a, a live audience, playing together to a live audience I should say, um, and um, I think under the circumstances they made the best of it that they could, but it wasn't the same was it?
0: Not quite the same, but yeah, I agree. I think they did. I mm. think they did a really good job. And through the week as well, some of the performances, like Anushka Shankar, and the variety they had yeah. was really I mean, lovely. Yes. Yeah. Um, what did you make of that reworking of um, Jerusalem? Yes.
1: Well, what can one say? Um, I, I could see exactly what the composer was trying to achieve, and she certainly did achieve it. Um, as to whether it was absolutely necessary um that 's a matter of individual opinion um uh, I have to say, I do like um the 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 standard version i didn 't dislike that one, but I think um in the context of what the last night of the proms is supposed to be, and we know all the um, the arguments about it um I think maybe that that could have stood alone somewhere else in a in another program, but certainly it was a it was a stunning piece of piece of music to, to to achieve what it did, the various styles and and what she was trying to achieve. But it um, didn't quite work for me on the last night.
0: I was just curious to hear your thoughts because, yeah, yeah. I was a, a little taken aback yeah. by that one. Um, the Manx last night of the proms, we must be one of the only places in the world who can celebrate in this way.
1: At the moment, certainly in the British Isles we're, we're the only ones who can um, celebrate in this way. And, well, I say celebrate. I mean, uh, we we take on board all the different views, but it's just a good bit of fun it's uh, it's uh, um, a getting together of people who just want to enjoy a special night out and uh, which uh, we try and make it so you know
0: what can we look forward to this year
1: this year well a number of things first of all we're very very pleased um, and proud to have back as our special guest Simon Fletcher I think everybody knows Simon um, a great entertainer great singer great um, uh, treader of the boards as they say and he's very graciously uh, going to Come along, uh, he's doing um, a set of pieces um, accompanied by Wendy McDowell, so we thank Wendy as well for coming to play the piano. And then he's doing um, some pieces with us, some, some big band, um, a nice John Denver ballad, uh, and uh, a selection of World War Two songs, which we thought would be appropriate, given it's the 75th anniversary of the end of World War Two, and indeed the 80th anniversary of the Battle of Britain. And, um, and also, um, most of the songs that he's singing this little medley were featured at some time or other by Vera Lynn, the great, late, great Vera Lynn, and it's a tribute to her as well.
0: There are actually a couple of other anniversaries this year as well.
1: Well, well there are, yeah. It's it's 50 years since the the Manx Youth Band uh, was formed, um, and the first concert was in July 1970. Um, I wasn't there for that. I joined in uh, January 1971, so over the 50 years I've been associated with the band for 49 and a half years, but... Uh, in those days, the C Terminal was the great venue for the band concerts and um, uh, the, uh, the 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 first one was was um, highly successful and I think the band's gone from strength to strength since then and uh, 25 years ago, we formed Manx Concert Brass which sort of arose out of the youth band and seemed a natural progression so two great birthdays, two great anniversaries and part, for part of that, of course, we um, were going to feature a very special piece of music we commissioned from Derek Broadbent, uh, with the assistance of Culture Jovanin, uh, and um, that will be having its first performance. Ideally, we would have liked Derek to come over and, and take the first performance, but that's not possible. But we'll be doing that, uh, and um, hopefully I think it'll be well received. It's based on songs from the Manx National Songbook uh, and also features Ellen Vanin, so we've got three different types of songs um, and the actual work itself is um, going to be released and published by Kirklees Music, based in Brighouse in West Yorkshire, and they very kindly um, offered to assist us with um, getting copies, which we'd like to present to a copy to all the other bands on the island as well, to um, the Isle of Man Library and to Culture Van. So it's very special for that, and that will be um, closing the first half of the concert.
0: Wonderful, Um it's nice to think that alongside um, the cornerstones of the British Last Night of the Proms, perhaps we'll have our own sort of Manx, um, not national, our own Manx anthems.
1: Absolutely, certainly will be, and of course, if you if you read the um, um, the, the notes in the Manx National Songbook, which Charles Gard wrote, it's often referred to as the alternative Manx national anthem. We absolutely adore playing in the gaiety. It's uh, It's a Frank Matchin theatre uh, and I noticed there's one in Blackpool under threat and how lucky we are not only to be able to be playing and to a live audience as such but to play in a theatre that is not under threat, that is still keeping going and uh, every time we play there, we're, we're obviously we love doing it and we love Seamus and all the staff there who look after us uh, are absolutely first class and it really is a wonderful experience.
0: You talked about some of um, the arguments and sort of controversial conversations around the proms. Um, what have you encountered on that front?
1: Well, um, it's a very good question to ask given the the, um, the controversy. Uh, for us here on the Isle of Man and for us doing what we're going to do, um, there's been nothing but a lot of support saying, can we sing along to the good old-fashioned um, land of hope and glory, Jerusalem and rural Britannia. Um, I can, I can sympathise with people who feel that it's a bit outdated and a bit jingoistic and and maybe it's time to move on, I accept all that, but it's the context within this one, it's a tradition. Um, There's no harm meant for it, Uh, and indeed, as well, as someone um, connected with the the British Legion over here said, you know, we mustn't forget that a lot of Manx soldiers, sailors and airmen gave their lives uh, in both World Wars and other conflicts since uh, in support of of freedom. Uh, And if you can't have the freedom, perhaps just to have a little release like what we we 're going to do on 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 Saturday, a week on Saturday night, I think then there 's something wrong there um, we don 't want to offend people, and we hope they 're not offended but uh, the majority, if not all of the people who have said to me they 're looking forward to it want to sing the good old songs and indeed to sing the likes of Jerusalem in its original <laughs> format we 're hoping to, to to build a very uh, very joyous atmosphere, a uh, one uh, which will be much enjoyable. And uh, as I said, it's our 50th anniversary of the youth band, 25th anniversary, Concert Brass. We had great plans for for special things this year, which clearly haven't haven't come off. So this, we hope, will make it a special night and we hope people will join and celebrate with us and here's looking to the next 50 years of uh, both organisations. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council.
0: Oh, it was great to have Ian with us. Thanks for joining us, Ian. Now we're taking a trip to Peel to see artist Laura Espinosa-Moon's gorgeous nude studio by the sea, where she'll be running workshops for grown-ups very soon indeed. So I suppose the first question that we have to ask everyone is, how was lockdown? Because I think people are
2: pretty polarised on the experience. I actually really enjoyed it. (laughs) (laughs) I, I really enjoyed it because for me, for an artist, I just absolutely love um, you know, those days where you can just spend lots of time on your own, uh, going out walking on my own or with my family, uh, lots of times to process. That's something that a lot of artists need. We're quite solitary creatures, quite introverted cre- creatures a lot of the time, not all the time. Um, so I really loved it. It was a time to sort of turn in, reassess, take stock of our lives and really sort of, you know, make re- really come up with some big uh big, deep uh, changes within ourselves that I think a lot of us were really ready to make. Mm -hmm.
0: And quite a lot of change has occurred since lockdown
2: because um, you've gone from working at home to you've got a studio. I've got a studio, I can't believe my luck. Everything's just kind of fallen completely into line. Um, I've been working really hard for about two years to get to this point. Um, but just really the universe has aligned itself around me, and it's actually my next-door neighbour that offered this opportunity to me. So it's just it's just incredible. It's, sometimes it just is literally the guy next door that offers you on, an opportunity. Um, it's a beautiful space. He owns a lock-up garage. He restores classic cars, and I'm above him. It's a really nice big space. I think it's about 50 square metres. Uh, it's an interesting and quirky space. It's totally my cup of tea. It's the old stables for the Craig Mallon. Um, and if you look underneath the carpet, I think you 'll find the hatches where they used to feed the horses where Chris now keeps his cars so it 's a really interesting, gorgeous space we 've got a little bit of work to do before it 's ready for workshops but i 'm just feeling the vibe, and i 'm just so so appreciative of this this opportunity
0: as you said about the workshops now that you 've got a space to call your own it 's something that you can it 's something that you can
2: really enjoy absolutely. I think I was a little bit um i 've had a absolutely fantastic time with workshops at at Green's Cafe that worked really well but in the end I got started to get too busy so I really needed a venue of my own Um, and yeah exactly I've just put a few workshops out there I've got a new painting course as well which I haven't done before which is really there for people to develop their painting skills Um, if they enjoy one of my workshops you can go a little bit further with that so I've already got some bookings and exactly what you say Sarah it's just an opportunity to really flourish I'm just sort of sometimes I just sit here look out the window and just think wow there's so much opportunity so much potential in this position so I'm just getting started and I'm, I'm easing into it because really there's a lot to do and there's a lot to think about but um, I'm just going to take my time and really just enjoy it
0: yeah, <laughs> I think that's something that lockdown's really made us do, hasn't it? I think we, um, yeah, we're happier to take things a little more gently and enjoy the process, enjoy the journey. Um, there's some lovely doodles you've got just in front of us here. Um, are, you, are you enjoying being able, to co- being able to come somewhere separate to work? Because I think so many of us were working from home over lockdown and everything kind of, everything that we do kind of brought itself just into
2: that one space. How is it for you as an artist? How are you feeling? Oh, it's so much easier, um, and we've got, we have got we do have a lovely big apartment, but I have been working at the moment from our bedroom, which uh, I had a desk there and did a lot of work there, and then I've, I've been recently been working on a, um, a, a, an amazing commission, which is a, a triptych of the sound, and I, it was so big, I had to put it in the lounge, and it was like taking over the lounge, um, So, so that was a little bit, I had to, you know, well, the ch- the family had to compromise around me, really, for me to be able to do my work. Um, so to have my own space, just somewhere I can go. And also managing your time. I think if you have a separate premises to go to, it's so much easier to manage your time and be clear about what you're actually doing. You know, if you're sat at home working, you're doing your painting. Sometimes it doesn't actually feel like you're working because you're thinking about the laundry. You thinking about what the children are going to have for their lunch tomorrow. Whereas if I come to a separate place, you've literally you've got that cut off and you've got that boundary. Literally, the, this studio, I feel like it has the walls or boundaries. So it's kind of like, it feels like my space. I'm going to use it and um, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I mean, you've already got so many strings to your bow. Let's see what happens next.
0: Um, the workshops that you're offering, uh, when, when are they planned for and, and
2: what, are you, what are you planning for them? Okay, so the first one is um, it's an autumn abstract um, uh, painting workshop, and that is very much in using the formula that I've used before for for workshops. So um, it's really gentle, really relaxed. Um, we meet and um, we have a subject of the of the session. This time, actually, we're going to meet in St John's, um, St John's Warm World Centre. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's one of the on the west coast, it's one of the nicest places to go and really uh, go and see some big trees and like all the colors, all the different leaves. Um, so, we're going to get inspired there and we're going to come back to the studio, have uh, coffee and cake. I've got somebody who's going to make some gorgeous uh, gluten free and um, vegan cakes for us. We've got a selection of herbal teas. So, we'll come back and we'll do a group painting all together um for that uh, which is really fun it sort of takes away it sort of breaks the sort of um the ice really because people you know they do feel a little bit nervous if they're just going to start a new thing and they don't know you know they don't know everybody so it just totally breaks the ice and once we turn up some good tunes and um and all do a group painting together it just breaks the ice and people just suddenly relax you can just see it in them and they start really getting in the flow so so that's the first one i already got some bookings for that and that's on the third of october on a Saturday afternoon, and it's great because I have my own space, I've actually got a bit more time, the workshops used to be two hours, but I really found that people were spilling over a good half an hour, and you could tell that really they wanted more time, so I'm delighted to be able to offer that, so I'm now extending that to three hours, it's my pleasure. So that's the first one, and then the second one is a a totally new thing, uh, which is um, painting painting course it's a four-week course and that starts on Thursday mornings for people that might have some time in the week and they want to do something really nice for themselves and uh, along along the lines of the workshops we're going to have a, a little walk in nature there's going to be a different subject each week earth sea sky where we're surrounded by all those things here in Peel in this position where we are there's uh, there's such a resource of nature all around us so we're going to have a mindful walk come back have coffee and cake do a group painting together and then we're going to work on an individual journal which is like uh, a personal journey really and document um our progress which is going to lead up to um a final painting at the end so so it's going to be a real a really nice process for people I hope
0: and it's it's open to everyone over 18s I imagine is that right
2: yeah i'm not doing workshops for children at the moment just because the space um the entrance to the space is a little bit tricky so I'm keeping it for adults for the moment over 18s and also I really feel that there's plenty on for children at the moment and it's really I think it's also adults that need the nurturing right now so I'm I really really love to do that there's so many people you know they're just too busy and especially especially parents I think they often haven't had time to even think about how they're doing so um I think it's I think that's what we all need right now so so that's what we're going to do wonderful I can't wait and
0: looking at your work you've been talking about nature and getting out and appreciating it and reconnecting this is a huge part of your work the process that you're taking people through on that
2: second workshop is that inspired by how you work yourself definitely uh, nature is fundamental to what I do but it's also as well it's a combination of what I see and what I observe which I which I love on the Isle of Man we're so lucky but it's also as well um it's combining with how you're feeling, what's going on for you, how you're feeling emotionally. So a lot of the landscapes, they really do have a, like an emotional uh, meaning or symbolism behind them. Um, it's basically an emotional interpretation of what you're seeing. So it's not just like a photograph where you where you take, uh, you know, um, a figurative image. It's not that at all. It's basically your interpretation of what you're seeing added with uh, your energy and how you are it's, it's basically expressing your internal world um, onto canvas the doodle that you we've got here <laughs> in front of
0: us now is not nearly on the scale of some of the work that you you do you do murals as well Um what how is it sort of transitioning from different different projects on different
2: scales when um I I, I can't can't imagine why you'd start with a mural it's really fun um I've got a few different styles that I like to use I've got like a really illustrative playful really childlike style which really works for the murals especially for children's bedrooms etc and you know I have that part in me which loves to express itself it's it's just delightful and then I've got this whole other part of me that's quite can be quite serious and needs to be alone and can be moody and you know when the sky is moody on the isle of man like some of the paintings i've done recently of peel castle with the mist coming over it i was quite surprised how popular that was because for me that's sort of quite a moody image but i i love all that deep stuff as well so those kind of paintings uh really expresses yeah i suppose the deeper parts of you um but it's a delight to do different styles Uh, I like coming out of my comfort zone although sometimes it can be a little bit like ah (laughs) how am I going to do this but it's good you've got to test yourself you've got to learn every day Uh, I especially love painting really big I, I love it um i find smaller stuff a little bit more difficult i have to concentrate more so (laughs) i'm not really into concentrating i like painting big
0: (laughs) expressive i love it um and if people want to find out more about the workshops and your work
2: maybe even a commission where do they go um i've got a facebook page which is mama moon's marvelous murals um send me a message i've had quite a few commissions um recently and i'm really i love commissions it's um You know, knowing what's important to you, what the significance of the image might mean to you. It's my delight to do that. I really love doing commissions. So if you have something in mind, especially of the Manx landscape or the Manx coast, that's totally my pleasure to to do that. Also, murals. I haven't done a mural for a while. If somebody's got an idea for a mural, um, then I'd love to do that too. It's all fun. I love it all. And thank you very much.
1: (laughs) Spotlight. Brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council.
0: And to play us out this week, it's Voodoo Bandits with their track Empty Swimming Pool. Head along to their gig this Friday in the Promenade Suite at half past seven. It's free, but space is limited. So be unfashionably early if you want to secure your place. Great tune from Voodoo Bandits there. Catch them this Friday in the Promenade Suite at half past seven thanks to our lovely guests this week i'll be back next wednesday just after six o'clock as ever and if you want to hear any of today's program back or share it with someone or save a copy to your laptop head to the max radio website where you'll find the free spotlight podcast have a lovely creative week Slend you.